Imagine a business built on what matters most to you. One inspired by creativity and connection, where purpose leads to profit and wealth is measured not just by your bottom line, but by your higher self. Welcome to the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast, where we connect the spiritual with the practical to create a holistic approach to entrepreneurship. Leave the hustle behind and let your intuition lead the way as you grow a successful, fulfilling business and a joyful, radiant life. Well, hello, my wise ones. Welcome back to another episode of the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. My name is Lee McDonough. I am a coach for coaches and an intuitive entrepreneur. And I have a really, really exciting episode for you today. I sat down and started thinking about what I hear most often from my clients and from my community members when it comes to feeling stuck in their businesses. And what I realized is that pretty much their concerns fell into three categories. And within each category, there was both a skill set issue and a mindset issue. So today, I'm going to walk you through the three most common things I see keeping intuitive entrepreneurs and coaches stuck. And then I'm going to share with you how to navigate your way through that stuck place based on whether it's a skill set issue or a mindset issue. So if we're talking about skill set issues, we're talking about things that can be resolved by knowledge acquisition or practice, things that are external to us. Whereas if we're talking about a mindset issue, we are really talking about how we think about or how we approach an issue internally. So with skill set, a lot of the answers are going to be about doing something different, learning something new. It's going to be about outside of us. Whereas with mindset, it's going to be more about reshaping how we view things and reframing how we think about the world and ourselves. So I am super excited to dive in and share with you the three most common things that keep intuitive entrepreneurs stuck and what to do about them. So let's go. So the very first thing that I hear most often is some form of, I don't know what I'm doing. So I hear this a lot from my private clients, from my group coaching clients, from the members of my Facebook communities, that deep down, they don't know what they're doing. Whether it comes to coaching and serving their clients powerfully, or whether it comes to being a business owner and understanding how to grow and scale in a smart way, there's just this sense that they have no idea what they're doing and they are woefully underprepared. So let's take this concept that they don't know what they're doing. And let's view it through the lens of it being a skill set issue. So if in fact it's true that you don't know what you're doing, then from a skill set perspective, this is a knowledge deficit. This means that there's something that you need to learn or perhaps practice in order to feel more confident in your abilities. And I'm going to be quite honest with you. This one is the easiest one to address because if there's something you don't know, In this day and age, you have unlimited access to resources that can help you learn how to do something and then perfect your process. But it starts with doing your homework. So first, get really clear about what it is you don't know. So for example, a lot of my clients will say, I know I could be a really powerful coach, but I just, I don't really understand how to do it. Like, what's the process? All right. So getting really clear on the question, they are asking, How do I actually move a client through a transformational coaching experience? What does that look like? So now that you know what we're really asking, then it's time to find your answers. 
You can do this by creating a self-study process. So maybe you're reading books, listening to podcasts, reading blog posts, gaining as much information as possible about the coaching experience. Perhaps you decide that you want to take a course or complete a coach training program. So something with a more formal curriculum. And a lot of people will go to the source. They'll go to a powerful coach that they respect or someone in their industry who can serve as a mentor or a coach for them. But it starts with clarifying what it is you want to know and then actually doing your homework, getting in there and obtaining that knowledge that is going to fill that deficit. Once you have that knowledge though, then we have to talk about application. I see this a lot where my clients will go out and they'll research something and the act of researching it makes them feel better, but it doesn't actually create change. And so then they fall back into the trap of feeling like they don't know what they're doing. Well, the fact is they know, they've learned it, they've done the homework piece, but they haven't actually applied it. So the next step then is to take this wisdom that they've amassed and to use it in their business. And what I suggest is to create some sort of structure or protocol that you can repeat in every aspect of your business. So for example, if we're looking at marketing your business, getting you out there, building your visibility, letting people know that you are open for business, well then create a system that you can use and replicate to build more contacts, make more connections, and bring people into your circle. The same goes with your client work as well. Whether you are taking a prospective client through your process so that they'll work with you as a paying client, whether you have that client and it's time to onboard them, it serves both you and the client to have a clear system that you are guiding them through. This is also really helpful when it comes to creating new content for your business. So whether you're creating a podcast episode or a blog post, or if you're doing a video for YouTube, Instagram posts, you name it, whatever kind of content you are creating for your business, if you have a structure that you use that you can replicate so you know, every time I create a podcast episode, it starts with this, or every time I'm planning my Instagram social media strategy, I start here. Then it becomes easier every time to take action. It's almost like plug and play. And that feeling of not knowing what you're doing disappears because you have a reliable, consistent protocol that you're following every time. And that's what leads to results. So if that little voice inside is saying, I don't know what I'm doing, and you believe it's a skill set issue, just remember, it's a knowledge deficit. And that is the easiest thing to address. It starts with doing your research and then applying that research by creating a set structure or system that's going to work for you. So while it truly is a skill set issue for some of my clients, what I find is that for the vast majority of them, it's not a skill set issue as much as it is a mindset issue. This belief that they don't know what they're doing is really a manifestation of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome comes up so often for entrepreneurs. And it's fascinating to me because some of the most successful, talented, extraordinary coaches and entrepreneurs I know are the ones that were initially plagued by imposter syndrome, who really believed that they were a fraud, that they had no right to do what they were doing. It's once they were able to address that voice, keeping them stuck, the one saying, who are you to do this? Who do you think you are? Once they were able to address that, 
that's when they really started taking off in their businesses. So this idea that I don't know what I'm doing and linking it to imposter syndrome, I believe this is one of the most important mindset issues to address for every entrepreneur. Because once we get that inner troll under control, there's no limit to what we can create in our businesses. So I find it helpful to remember that imposter syndrome is simply your fear made manifest. And we've talked a lot about fear on this podcast so far. I'll throw some links in the show notes to some of my past episodes that explore fear and its purpose. But for those of you who've been listening for a while, you know that fear does have a purpose. Fear is there to keep us safe. And from an evolutionary perspective, we have needed it. It's why our species has survived. So fear is not a bad thing. Let me just say that right now. Fear is not a bad thing. Fear serves us. But fear can show up a couple different ways, and we need to be aware of how it shows up because that will inform how we respond to it. So this is where honing your intuitive sense can be really helpful. Because when you know that the fear is coming from a gut level place, when you know it's your intuition saying, "Mm, hold up, you know, hit the brakes, this is not good, then you can honor the fear, you can pause, and you can recognize it as something that is serving you and make decisions accordingly. All too often, though, in our businesses, when we're talking about imposter syndrome, we're really talking about mind-generated fear. These are the worst-case scenarios. These are the what-ifs. This is all of that kind of anxiety-producing thought that our mind generates in order to try to keep us safe and small. Because as we've discussed, when we take big, bold action in our lives, we're moving ourselves to the outside of the herd. And that is not the safest place to be. Instinctively, we want to be in the center of the pack. We want to be safe. We want to be away from the predators. When we take that big action, we are moving ourselves to the outside of the pack. And that feels scary. And so the mind responds by doing everything it can to keep you safe. And that includes pummeling you with, you're not worthy, you can't do this, who do you think you are? All of those messages are intended to force you back into the fold. When you see that for what it is, your mind simply trying to keep you safe, then that empowers you to decide, is this a message I want to listen to and go back and be safe and be small? Or is this a time where I want to take that big, bold action anyway? You are in full control here. You are able to make that decision. Just because your mind is feeding you these messages doesn't mean you have to buy into them. So that is what I want you to do when the thought, I have no idea what I'm doing, is coming up. I want you to recognize that this is fear showing up. It's probably imposter syndrome. So your job is to notice the fear, recognize its role and how it's trying to serve you, And then you get to decide how you want to respond to it. And again, if it's a gut level intuitive fear, if this is your intuition showing up and saying no, then that is worthy of being honored. But if it's your mind simply creating a slideshow of all the potential pitfalls and problems that could come from taking action, well, then you know that that may not be serving you and it may be time to take action anyway. So that's the first thing that I hear from my clients and my community members about what keeps them stuck. It's this belief that they don't know what they're doing. And now you know how to address that based on whether it's a skill set issue or a mindset issue. So let's move on to the second thing that I hear most often. And that is some variation of I'm not blank enough to do this. And you can fill in that blank with whatever word you choose. 
I'm not smart enough to do this. I'm not talented enough. I'm not gifted enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not good enough. Essentially, I am not enough and I'm not enough to do this thing, to be a coach, to be a small business owner. So let's look at this statement first through the lens of it being a skill set issue. I hear this a lot with my clients who are new to coaching. And a lot of times what they'll say is, you know, I just, I haven't coached enough people yet. So I don't feel like I'm good enough to do this thing. So what they're describing is an experience deficit. So with the first one, we talked about it being a knowledge deficit. This one, it's an experience deficit. It's simply that maybe you don't have the practice yet to really feel confident about your ability to do this. And here's the thing, my friends, the only way to get better at something is to do it. That's it. You have to take action. You cannot think your way to improvement. That's not how it works. Clarity, confidence, and success, they come from action. So we can do mindset work, and we will. We're going to talk about the mindset issue of this. But at the end of the day, action is required. You will not get better and you will not feel more confident about yourself unless you are actually taking action. So how do we do that? I am a huge proponent of taking small steps. If you simply take the next small step towards your goal over time, those small steps are going to add up to big progress. So I can hear you saying right now, okay, that's great. So I just have to do it, but I'm scared. Yeah, it is scary to do something new, to put yourself out there. It means you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position and that does feel scary. So I would encourage you to give yourself permission to start small and to improve. I want you to view this as your before picture. Your after picture is going to be amazing. But part of what makes an after picture so amazing is the transformation that occurs. And that transformation can't occur if you don't get started. You need to have a before picture. So go ahead and give yourself permission for today to be your before picture. Give yourself permission to improve. And remember that you are not going to get better without some hiccups and without some failures along the way. And I recently read an acronym for FAIL, describing it as first attempt in learning, F-A-I-L, first attempt in learning. And I just thought that was so powerful because that is what failure is. We do not have to be defined by the outcome. No matter what happens, we can learn from it and we can grow. But we won't do that if we don't actually take action. So from a skill set perspective, if you are telling yourself that you are not enough of something to move forward, recognize that that is an experience deficit and the only way through is to take action. Small steps are key and failing is simply a first attempt in learning. All right, so that's how we look at the I'm not blank enough to do this from a skill set perspective. Now let's talk about mindset. And every time I hear someone say that they are not enough, my comparison meter goes wild because this is comparisonitis. This is what happens when we look at where we are now and we compare it to someone who is where we want to be. We look at what everyone else is doing and we see ourselves as somehow deficient or unworthy. And this is really easy to do in the days of social media, where all you have to do is hop on Instagram or Facebook and see everyone's glossy after pictures. And we think, man, I am just so off track here. There's no way that I can do this. I'm not good enough. 
But what we don't see behind those glossy images are all the hours and days and weeks and years spent perfecting their craft. We don't see all the retouching and all of the edits that are serving to make it look like a perfect outcome. We don't see everything that's going into that simple snapshot. And our mind is filling in the blanks and it's filling in those blanks with thoughts that we don't have what it takes and that we're not as good as someone else. So that comparisonitis really breeds that belief that we're not good enough to do something. So how do we resolve that? And I have one word for you, my friend, attention. I want you to notice where you are directing your attention. When comparisonitis comes up, it's because our attention is focused on everyone else and it's not focused on where it belongs. And that is on the client and that is on our own experience. So basically, I want you to keep your eyes on your own paper. If you are finding yourself pulled into what other people are doing or how other people are behaving, then we need to talk about ways to limit your exposure to that. Whether that's taking a social media hiatus, whether that is surrounding yourself with people who are going to build you up and support you, or maybe it even means taking a content vacation. So not consuming what other people are putting out there until you yourself have already created your work. There's all sorts of ways to do this, but in the end, it means putting your eyes on your work and shutting out what other people are doing, at least for now. I also want you to redirect your attention back to the client, back to the people that you are serving, because that's where it belongs. It's really easy to get caught up in the trap of how we're insufficient or we don't have what it takes. And yet we forget that we are already serving people in our life powerfully. Whether you are a professional coach or not, there are people in your life who need you, who value you. And when we fall into the trap of comparisonitis, then it pulls us away from showing up and serving those people powerfully. So for me, when I notice that I am comparing myself to other coaches or other entrepreneurs, and I start thinking about all the ways that I'm not good enough, what snaps me out is looking at my list of clients, looking at the members of Coach with Clarity, my coaching membership group, and I literally have their names on post-it notes on my wall. So all I have to do is look up and see their names and remember, I'm doing this for them. I'm showing up and doing the work because I want them to have everything they need to be powerful coaches. And I can't do that if I'm focusing all of my time and attention and energy on what everyone else is doing. I have to show up and serve my clients. That is why I'm here. That's why I'm in business. And it's what matters to me. So I redirect my attention away from everyone else and I put it where it belongs on my clients and on myself. So when you come up, against that inner troll that's telling you that you are not good enough to do something. I want you to ask yourself, is this a skill set or is this a mindset issue? Skill set, then we're talking building experience, taking small actions, giving ourselves permission to fail. Mindset, we're looking at comparison and how it is detracting from our goals. And we know that our attention needs to come back to what really matters most, our work and our clients. Okay, we've made it through the first two things keeping you stuck. I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm not good enough to do this. 
and we understand how to address each one from skill set and mindset perspectives. So let's talk about the third and final thing that I see keeping my clients stuck. And that is this idea that there is so much pressure to succeed. And that shows up as a belief that if I'm not going to be successful, then it's not worth doing. Or if I'm not successful, that there's something wrong with me. So let's look at this through skill set. This idea that there's so much pressure to succeed. And if I'm not succeeding, I'm not doing it right. Whereas the other ones were a knowledge deficit or an experience deficit. I think this one is more of an expectation deficit. It's this idea that success will happen quickly when in fact success really happens over time. And let's be honest, we're set up to expect quick results. In our society, things happen quickly. We can get things on demand. And so we think that, you know, I'm doing the work. I should be seeing results immediately. In business, that's usually just not how it works. There are very few overnight successes. In fact, most of the people you see that all of a sudden are the hot new up and coming star, they've been working at this for years behind the scenes. So they're not an overnight success. They're more like a 10-year overnight success. They had a very long runway before they were able to take flight. And that's the same in business as well. Most small businesses really need three to five years of runway before they're able to start generating consistent revenue and profit. Three to five years. That is a long time. And that's why so many businesses fold within the first three years. So if you are feeling the pressure to succeed, I want you to remind yourself that success takes time. And all of those small actions that we talked about, those add up over time, but time is a part of the equation. So give yourself the gift of patience and remind yourself that you are right on time for your life and you are doing everything you need to do to be successful. So if you know in your soul that this work is what you are meant to do, then your job right now is to keep at it. It's to persevere. It's to take those small action steps and move forward little by little every day. Now, if you're not sure that this is what you're meant to do, if you're questioning, I don't even know if I, if I should start a business or if I should keep this up, maybe it is time for me to fold. Well, then I'm going to refer you back to episode 23, where I introduce my decide framework. And that's all about how to harness your intuition to help you make decisions in your life. So if you're feeling some confusion about how to move forward, check out episode 23. I think my decide framework could really serve you here. So we've talked about the pressure to succeed as being an expectations deficit. And so when we look at it as a skill set piece, it's simply reframing how we view success, taking a really clear look at the timeline and going back to action. But what if this is a mindset issue? What if this idea of I have to succeed is really just another manifestation of fear? And I think it is. I think a lot of times this shows up as perfectionism. So many of us believe that it's not worth doing if it's not done right. And many of us had that kind of hammered into us as children in school, maybe even from our parents, that if it's not done well, if it's not done perfectly, then it's not worth doing at all. And this could not be further from the truth. In fact, I believe that our greatest lessons come from the things that don't go as planned. Some of you may call those things mistakes. I don't call them mistakes because I don't believe in mistakes. I do know that we have unexpected outcomes, unanticipated outcomes, but that doesn't mean that they're mistakes. 
that means they are opportunities for growth. Because it's when things don't go as we want or when things don't go according to plan, where we are able to stretch ourselves and grow. That's where opportunity happens. You know, several years ago, I attended a training sponsored by the Air Force where I became a master resilience trainer. And one of the stories they shared, I just thought was such a powerful metaphor. And they talked about how scientists planted trees within a covered dome. And they protected these trees from the elements so that they could grow and thrive and not have to worry about hail or wind or rain or any of that. Well, what they found is that the trees grew to a point and then they stopped. They did not grow as tall or as wide or as strong as their counterparts in the real world. And what they realized is that it was because they weren't tested. The trees in the real world had to put up with the wind and the rain and the hail and all of the environmental factors that were a challenge. And they responded to those challenges by growing stronger. And that allowed them to become healthier trees. Whereas the trees under the dome, they were too protected. And so they didn't have the challenges they needed in order to grow stronger. And I just thought to myself, that is such a perfect metaphor for life. We need those challenges to grow. When we don't face adversity, we don't strengthen ourselves. So this idea that everything needs to be perfect, that we can't make mistakes. If we make a mistake in our business or in our relationships and our lives, that the world is going to come crashing down. Nothing could be further from the truth. We need those unexpected outcomes in order to strengthen ourselves and to grow. And so from a mindset perspective, this means we need to redefine how we view failure. And again, I referred to this a little bit earlier when we were talking about not being good enough to do something. All failure is, is a first attempt in learning. And we can take these unexpected, even unwanted outcomes and find the lessons in them so that the next time we make the attempt, we're stronger and we're wiser for it. And in doing so, we can really release ourselves from the pressure of perfectionism. And we can remind ourselves that success comes over time and it comes from taking bold action and being open to unanticipated and unwanted outcomes because that is where we grow. Ooh, my friends, we have covered so much today. We've gone over the three key things that keep most coaches and entrepreneurs stuck, and we've explored how to view them through both the lens of a skill set issue and a mindset issue. So if you find yourself getting at those stuck points where you're saying, I don't know what I'm doing, or I'm not good enough to do this, or I'm not going to be a success, you now have a path through. And you know that it comes down to taking action and reframing how you're thinking about your experience. So many of you know, right now, I am in the middle of launching my brand new membership program, Coach with Clarity. And part of the reason that I developed Coach with Clarity is because of these three things that I saw keeping really talented coaches stuck. And so when I created the membership site, I wanted to base it on three pillars. And those pillars are content, connection, and community. So the content pillar, that really helps address all of those skill set deficits that we talked about in today's episode. 
So how do I actually coach someone? How do I get clients? How do I, how do I, all of those how-tos, those are very content-oriented. And so I wanted to make sure that I was addressing those in the membership. The connection piece, that's where I see the mindset piece coming in because it's through connecting with ourselves, through building greater self-awareness. That's where we can explore how we are viewing things, how we are thinking about things and where we need to make a shift. And then finally, I wanted to weave in a community aspect because I do believe that when we are within a strong, supportive community together, we go further faster. And also it's way more fun. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely experience. Many of us are sitting alone in our offices or in our homes, making our businesses work. Over time though, that can feel really isolating. And there's so much benefit to having a supportive community behind you. So I wanted to make sure that Coach with Clarity also included that community component. So within the Coach with Clarity membership, you have the content, you are learning how to become a more powerful coach and to build a stronger business. You also have the connection component where you are developing a stronger connection with yourself and therefore also with your clients and with your colleagues. And you're doing so within a supportive community that's going to help you grow. So if you are an intuitive coach who is looking to build your skill set as a coach and your mindset as an entrepreneur, then the Coach with Clarity membership is for you. Every month, you will get access to a hot seat coaching call where you can observe powerful coaching in action. And as a member, you can also apply to be on the hot seat so that you can receive powerful coaching. So those monthly hot seat coaching calls are so helpful in cultivating your personal coaching approach. You also get a monthly Q&A call. So if you have any questions about the art of coaching or about building your business, you'll get answers live. And every month I am bringing in a guest expert to provide you with solid training to help you build your business. So whether it's creating a firm business foundation with business operations and planning, whether it's creating a social media strategy or connecting with media outlets in order to build your visibility, you name it, we are going to address it in these guest expert training sessions. And I'm so excited to connect you with other industry leaders who have the experience and the wisdom to help you grow your business. And then every month, we also have a co-working session. So you know, throughout today's episode, I have talked about the importance of taking action. And that's what the co-working sessions help you do. Together, we meet for a couple hours, we each bring our to-do list, and we get stuff done. And it's all about doing so in a place where you are supported, you've got that community, and you've got the accountability that comes with it. So every month you will have an opportunity to make hands-on progress in your business. I'm also really excited to introduce the Partner Match program for Coach with Clarity. So if you are someone who does well when you have an accountability partner, then you are going to love this. It's an optional part of the membership, but it's strongly encouraged. I am happy to match you with a fellow Coach with Clarity member so that you can practice your coaching through peer coaching. You can have that accountability partner. However you choose to kind of use that relationship is up to you, but I will help you find someone that's a good fit for you. And then finally, with this launch of the membership site, I'm also providing members with lifetime access to all of the videos and trainings from the 2019 Clarity Summit. So you get unlimited access to the videos and you'll also get transcripts of each one. 
And then we bring all of that together with the support of the community. And we've got a private Facebook group where we can engage with each other, ask questions, seek guidance, provide support. It is just an extraordinary program. So this is the Coach with Clarity membership, and I would love to invite you into it. Coach with Clarity is really perfect for the intuitive coach who seeks an aligned approach to the art of coaching, one that balances the craft of coaching and the practice and refining your coaching skills with the necessity of building your business, because you do need both. But what I have found is that Many programs for coaches out there focus on the latter. They focus almost exclusively on the business building aspects. And don't get me wrong. I want you to have a beautiful website. I want you to have a sales funnel and understand how to move clients from point A to point B. But the fact is you could have the most beautiful website in the world and the sleekest sales funnel ever. But if you are not confident in your skills as a coach, If you do not know how to guide your clients through that transformative experience, then you do not have a sustainable coaching business. And that's why it's so important to focus on the art of coaching. And that's what we do in Coach with Clarity. So you can learn more about Coach with Clarity and your membership options at coachwithclarity.com. So this episode is set to launch on October 9th, 2019. So if you are listening live in real time, then I'm super excited to share that the Clarity Summit pricing is still in effect for the Coach with Clarity membership. So through October 13th, you can become a Coach with Clarity member at a special rate. Right now, it is $797 to become a Coach with Clarity member for the year, or you can choose to pay 12 monthly payments of $77 for your one-year membership. That rate will be going up after October 13th. So if you are listening now, and if you are interested in Coach with Clarity and becoming a member, I strongly encourage you to head over to coachwithclarity.com, take a look at the page. There's a great FAQ section at the bottom that answers a lot of questions people often have but go ahead and take advantage of the special Clarity Summit pricing now before it expires, because I would love to include you in this round of the Coach with Clarity membership. As an intuitive coach, you need the content, the connection, and the community to help you build your business and grow as a transformational coach. And that's exactly what Coach with Clarity can do. All right, my friends, I think it's time for this week's Make It Work Moment. And it's probably no surprise that this week's Make It Work Moment is brought to you by the Coach with Clarity membership. So again, if you're an intuitive coach seeking content, connection, and community, head over to coachwithclarity.com to learn more. So for this week's Make It Work Moment, I want you to go back and look at the three stuck points that we talked about. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good enough to do this, or there's so much pressure to succeed. Which one of those three resonates most with you? When you say them out loud which one do you have a physical reaction to? Is there one where you just notice a little tightening in your gut or maybe your jaw clenches or your shoulders tighten? If that happens, then that's probably the one that we need to focus on. And then I want you to ask yourself, is this a skill set issue or is this a mindset issue? Is this something where taking action would help me work through it? Or do I first need to start with reframing how I'm viewing it and how I'm thinking about it? So once you've chosen your one thing that's keeping you stuck, 
and you've determined whether it's a skill set or a mindset concern, then you know what to do because I've walked you through exactly the steps you can take to either build your skills or reframe your mindset. So after you've done that, you've selected your stuck point, you've determined whether it's a skill set or a mindset issue, and you've committed to taking action. I want you to come over to the Work Your Inner Wisdom Facebook community and let me know what you're committing to doing. There's a thread just for this episode, and I want to hear from you what action steps you are taking in your business. So you can head to workyourinnerwisdom.com slash community and request to join our Facebook community there. You can also find show notes for this episode at workyourinnerwisdom.com slash 26. And don't forget, if you are an intuitive coach and you're ready to take the next steps in your coaching approach and in your business, be sure to check out the Coach with Clarity membership. Do so before October 13th in order to take advantage of the special Clarity Summit savings. Well, my friends, we've done it. We have another episode of the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast in the books. I want to thank you for spending time with me again this week. I love creating this podcast for you. I'm really excited about some upcoming shows and interviews that I have to share with you. So be sure to stay tuned. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you know another intuitive coach or entrepreneur who you think would be served by the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast, would you do me a favor and share this episode with them? That's the best way that we can build our community. And I really appreciate your support in helping work your inner wisdom grow. Okay, my friends, I hope you have a wonderful week. And until next time, remember to let your inner wisdom lead the way. 